This is Bootlegging, where each week we will discuss HBO's original series, Boardwalk Empire. Grab a glass of your favorite libation, and let's do a little chin-wagging. Welcome to Bootlegging, a Boardwalk Empire uh, podcast. This is your host, Colton. And this is Chris. And today we're going to be talking about the fifth episode of uh, the season two, so we're Almost halfway. Next episode, we're halfway, man. It's, nice. it's a lot. Nice. Now, up till this point, what did you think of this episode? Just really like a little recap. What did you think? Like, if you could explain this episode in like one sentence or less. Um, explosive, for sure. All right. Uh, like, especially near the end. I mean, really just like. Whoa! What right. the hell happened just now? <laughs> a lot, <laughs> like, going and on. yeah, I mean, it was just a whole lot happening, and then, like I said, really explosive point um, near the end there that uh, really caught me off guard. So it was, um, it was a nice, it, it, nice M Night Shyamalan twist that happened there at the end. <laughs> I like that. I didn't think about it that way. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, that's actually it's a good way of putting it. I like that. <laughs> um. Now, so we're going to do just kind of a recap of what's happening. I, I was going to do like the Wikipedia like episode recap, but that basically yeah. explains like the whole episode. So, oh yeah, don't don't want to give I'm it away. I'm not going to give that away. Um essentially a recap is it's Memorial Day in Atlantic City in the US. It's Memorial Day. There's a speech right. going on. Nucky's um having Jimmy he's testing Jimmy basically letting him see do you want to play the game? At this point, right? That's how I would put that. Right. And we get to see that Jimmy's now learning more about the underworld and what's going on and if he really is able to handle it. We have yeah. Richard questioning, you know, his if his existence, I guess, in a way. Right, exactly. And his loyalty. Everything, everything yes. And we see Eli basically just spiraling out of control. That's how yeah. I'm gonna put it. I'm not giving away <laughs> too much, but it's enough that you're like, Oh shit, I wanna watch this episode. Yeah. Uh, the title is, you laughed at me on the last episode when I mentioned the title. You just said you Because, I mean, good grief. What the fuck kind of title is that? Uh, and if I'm pronouncing it wrong, I'm very sorry. It, the name of the title is Gimcrack and Bun- Buncombe. Okay? Buncrack and Gimcombe. <laughs> it's just the Moon and Night. It's just like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, weird, weird words. I'm, I'm guessing it's like I don't know, the Gaelic or something. I don't know. I, I don't know what the hell I that don't is. Know. I so Wikipedia. I did research Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> if you go to this episode's page on Wikipedia, it actually talks about the title literally in once in one little definition, and it says, uh, "Gimcrack is defined as something showy but worthless." Okay, bumpkin. Bumpkum is defined as speech making designed to show or public applause. So that when huh. you take it upon itself, essentially you're stating this episode in the presence of what it's saying is this is something showy, but it's basically designed to bring attention upon itself. 
right which right. is which this is, is, is kind of funny yeah it's absolutely this episode and it's it's funny now that you know now that you know the definition and having watched the episode already i'm like were they like poking fun at themselves almost with that title because i mean this the episode obviously we said there's a lot that does happen but all of the real big happenings uh occur in such small yes parts of the episode not a whole lot of time is spent on these really explosive parts so the rest of the episode is almost like filler i guess it's not filler i I don't want to go so far as to like discount it and say it's filler but you know it's just i thought it was kind of funny that it's they're almost poking fun at themselves that they're like this episode is very very showy but there's some things that you know don't really matter as much (laughs) all up in here as well well and i think some of it is also and maybe I'm straight and I may be stretching with this. So please reel me back in if I am. Okay. <laughs> when the episode starts, Jimmy, you know, and we're, and we're going to get into this in just a second. The episode starts with essentially Nucky testing Jimmy saying, Hey, you want this power? This is what it is. You have to speech in front of public. Right. Right. And Jimmy even states at one point, I'm learning it. Right. Oh, uh, I think I've yeah. learned the game yeah. and how it ends. Jimmy is playing the same game that he was told to play from the very first second of this episode to what he, him and Richard do at the end of this episode. Oh yeah. He's still playing this exact same game. So now, yeah, that's 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 kind of also how I looked at it is you can do this big showy speech and it, okay, cool. It's heartwarming and it means something, or you can do what him and Richard did and there's right. no words mentioned, but it is way more of a powerful It's flashy statement. for sure. It's very yeah. flashy. So Flash is fun. <laughs> yeah. So we'll get into that. I like we'll get into that at the at the very end. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna try to change it up just a little bit here on bootlegging. Um I'm gonna try a little different format instead of going scene for scene. This I feel like is a good episode for this. Um, there's really essentially three storylines, and that's right. it, right? So we're going to try to talk about each individual storylines. Um, we've got Jimmy's storyline, okay? We have Richard's storyline, and we have Nucky's storyline. And in between right. those three storylines, there's little bits and pieces of intertwined, which is what makes this show so good. You know, they, they connect the storylines, right? But yeah. I want to talk about each storyline, and at the very end, we're going to talk about the final like outcome of what happened. Um, okay cool so i'm gonna start with i'm gonna start actually with jimmy's storyline i think it's a really big storyline and i just kind of want to start with his to go with and then from there we're going to talk about richard and um, nucky's storyline in a little bit okay Uh, cool so with jimmy and his storyline also starts at the very beginning jimmy is yeah absolutely yeah so it's a good starting point it's memorial day now is it the first memorial day do you, i i should have looked that up um but it's a memorial that's funny i didn't even think about that because i mean sometimes you know i don't think about the time period that this is happening and especially at the beginning of the episode i am not sure it it absolutely could be i that's can't funny. remember i know that i well because i did look up Things that I thought were going to be like little bits of um, 
of um like spoilers because at one point one of the guys says something about um this is going down like the lusitania and i was like bull i was like false i was like the lusitania which sank after this and then i looked it up (laughs) and it was like the lusitania sank in like 1915 i was like son of a bitch they were correct Uh, (laughs) so colton was at his house like yelling at the tv (laughs) actually actually (laughs) okay so i did look it up really quick uh memorial day was first started may 5th of 1866 Oh wow! So they've got some uh, they've got some Memorial Days under their belt already at this point, right? Which it, and I I feel dumb about forgetting this. Memorial Day was originally started by the slaves. They uh, are the ones that started Memorial oh, really? Day because they were celebrating the first um, the the uh, black regiments in the Civil War. They're actually the uh, ones that actually okay. started it. It was uh, it came out of. Um, it wasn't slavery because slavery wasn't around anymore, but it was freed slaves. But it wasn't like an emancipation. Right. It was, um, it was essentially it was it was Memorial Day, but it was for the yeah. um, the black slaves that fought for their freedom. Like, gotcha. Interesting. Gotcha. Neat little hit, tad bit of history for you on that one. Yeah. So Memorial Day was around. Long story short, Memorial Day was around. <laughs> so they're celebrating <laughs> Memorial Day, and Nucky's giving a speech. Honoring, you know, the sacrifices of uh, the World War One veterans. And then he, out of nowhere, tells the audience that they have a hero among <clears throat> a hero among them, which is Jimmy. Right. And to give a speech. And obviously Jimmy's caught off guard by this. Yeah. Now, he goes to the stage. What did you think he was going to do? I, I I didn't know what to expect. I mean, I. I figured, because, I mean, it shows him, like, when he walks up on stage, goes to the podium, and number one, Nucky's, like you said earlier, he's like, well, you gotta, you wanna play this game? Here we go, let's do this. And um, Jimmy's, like, shaking like crazy. And I've, I figured Jimmy was just going to read the list off like as, as best he could, you know, without, like, completely breaking down. Um, I, that's what I thought was going to happen. Okay. Was that Jimmy was just not going to, not going to be able to handle it and just, Read the names off as quickly as possible, <laughs> and then that was it. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought was going to happen. I, 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 when I do remember watching this episode the first time, and I, act, I had the exact same thing. I was like, he's going to like throw up or something. Yeah, or yeah, exactly. Have like some mental breakdown. Yeah, just something along those lines. He does do really well. He gives a really good speech instead. Oh, dude, he owns the crap out of right? it. And then, <laughs> like you said, I mean, it's kind of a um, kind of Jimmy showing again that like. No, he totally knows how to play. He's he's learning very well how to play the game. Yes. And uh, he just showed Nucky up real hard on that aspect. Because well, it even ends with Nucky, like, like looking down like, shit. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, I did have, a, I, I, when I was watching it the second time, and this could be me taking too much out of it. So, I was watching it the second time when Jimmy... Uh, mentions the names, and on one of the names he says, I knew him. Yeah. Do you think he really knew the guy, or do you think he was adding that for effect? Yeah, I I thought that as well. I thought about that, too, whenever I saw that happen. Um, I don't know. I don't know, but... uh, It never says. It never says. No, it doesn't, but if he just added it for effect, that was a real nice touch there, dude. (laughs) Yeah, well, then that's kind of like how I was looking at it, but then I also look at it like the writers added it to kind of show Jimmy's emotional state as well, where it's like he's right. reading off these names of people he served when it's like, oh shit, like these are these are some people I actually knew. So Yeah, yeah. Either way it's a nice touch what which whichever way you take it. So Right. Uh from there we see that 
So Nucky's pushing him into it, and it fails. Um, Jimmy's meeting now with the higher-ups as well. Okay, now this is where we have this room, and there's, like, all the people from Monopoly Guy and... Yeah. <laughs> and... Yeah, God. Okay, I have to say, I don't know... Got mutton chops all okay. over the place. It's crazy. These are, like, Bond villains, okay? Yeah. yeah. Like, one guy's got, like, the hearing aid. Well, he's got the little horn in his ear because he can't hear. Yeah, Another guy like... can't walk. The guy's got yeah, mutton chops. Yeah, these are legit, like... These dudes still run the country. They they haven't died. No. They're still alive and they're still running the country, these this group of guys. That's <laughs> I, that's how I took it. When I was watching, I was like, none of these people are real. This is not real. Yeah. <laughs> so uh he's meeting with them. They are they're pissed because they've lost money at this point. Seventy thousand dollars, I think, is what they say. And they're, Which, yeah, I mean, even today, that's like, I mean, I'd be pissed if somebody owed me $75,000 and they had no way of getting it back to me. And this is in the 20s, where 75000 I I don't remember what our conversion was, but that's like millions of dollars right. in this time period. So it's it's a pretty big deal. But to, it is, but to be fair to those gentlemen in that room, yeah, it is not that much money. Okay, yeah, I guess to the monopoly man, when you own the bank, it's it's not that big. It's a not deal, that but... big. Now, I, I but at the same time, it's seventy thousand dollars. It's a yeah, lot. Exactly. So now he so he's basically trying to explain to them about what's going on. They're worried about the commodore because they've heard that he's essentially a vegetable at this point. And right. the commodore is, they don't care about Jimmy. They, they don't view him as strong. They only view the right. commodore as strong because the commodore is one of them essentially. Right. So, uh, one of the guys is talking about how he was a veteran, I guess in the civil war and had like mowed down Sioux Indians with the newest Springfield, yeah. Um, auto loaders or something like that <laughs> and he's just he's an ass <laughs> that's like yeah, all just, i can describe just a, and like even i think eli even mentions because the guy's like i'm the only one in this room that ever wore the blues and he even eli was like what did you even do yeah <laughs> during the war like you didn't do anything dude shut up yeah he, um, he blew the trumpet so, yeah that's all they said he blew the trumpet. yeah he was a trumpeter yeah that's right so um so yeah, he's this dude is like totally playing up like, oh yeah, I'd, I killed 50 men. Like, no you didn't, dude. Shut up. <laughs> no, that's that's what he's doing and Jimmy makes a remark to him cuz Jimmy is a soldier. Like he's a real veteran. Right. Like he really served. And Jimmy makes a remark and he smacks Jimmy across the head with his um little cane. With his cane, yeah. Because and the thing was what what he even like was saying to the guy? I was like, you're not. He's not being that disrespectful. Like Jimmy's really right. not. He is being like right. a little bit of a smartass, but it's. I mean, I didn't consider it any any more than what Eli was doing because no. Eli was sitting there, you know, uh, poking at him, you know, poking fun or whatever, and they were all being jolly about it. But then, yeah, Jimmy steps out of line, and oh, it's just fucking terrible. Right. That's. That was how I've looked at it. I, obviously, Jimmy kind of thinks the same thing. So, right. They're all uh, just, I don't know how, what to do. Like, they're just basically upset because they're losing this money. And when he, the Jimmy gets struck, he leaves because he's going to lose his cool. I give him credit right. for that. You know, he leaves. He understands. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I thought he maybe was going to do something right then and right there. Th but th yeah, you're right. He left. He leaves and 
basically him and um, Eli have a small little conversation outside, and that little conversation doesn't really affect Jimmy much, but it does. I think that's the very first time that Eli now is like, "We're fucked. Like this isn't good. right." So, well, I feel like it did. It affected Jimmy in that Jimmy doesn't want to be under these guys' thumb anymore. Oh, like, yes, he's, yes, yes, yes. It, it's not even like. And it hasn't even been that long. I mean, he's been under the Commodore's thumb so far, but I think he was even getting sick of that. Just thinking about, you know, the fact that he's been going back and forth between the Commodore and Nucky, who he wants to be, who, what he wants to be doing in this city. Um, all that's weighing on him. And now this happens. He's getting disrespected by these old ass farts in this room. And he's done. Like, Jimmy is, is ready to not be under somebody's thumb anymore. Right. No, I, that's a very good point. That's a very good point on it, and I can't, I can't agree more on that. And of course, like you said, Eli now, you know, not having that muscle that Jimmy represents, Eli's like, "Fuck, yeah, I'm on the hook now for this. Like, it, I have to do something about this." Right. <clears throat> and Jimmy goes. I get so he he's pissed. So Jimmy goes to the one person that can comfort him. Mama. Uh, God. <laughs> Why? Why is it always her? God. <laughs> okay. So at one point, and we'll get, I, I'm not, I, okay, I'll, I, I'm going to jump a little bit here. At one point, Eli even tells Nucky in this episode, like, she's nuts. Like, yeah. You know, and when, yeah. when he first says, I was like, well, she's not nuts. But then I think back to, like, this scene, I'm like, never mind, she's fucking nuts. <laughs> I was going to say, it's it's the first time in the show that somebody else besides you and me is saying, like, what the fuck is going on with this relationship right now? Like, seriously. Okay, we're doing. Are you guys not seeing this? <laughs> okay, we're just going to describe it in, in the podcast that we said, said that we were going to do from the beginning. It's a whole episode. Like, just, it's just weird. Just- what it's just, what the it's just, it's just weird. <laughs> oh, it's weird. <laughs> I don't. And she even mentions like, <laughs> at, like he was like, "Well, how do you know them?" And she goes, "Well, I've known them." And I'm like, "Bro, bro, just, yeah." Like, how exactly have you known them? Like, are we talking biblical sense? Because gross. Because she has. Okay, like yeah, she has. <laughs> That's exactly what she's saying. <laughs> I was just like, oh god, and he's just kind of like, oh well. That's my mom. <laughs> yeah. And then kiss on the lips. It's like, uh, I just know. <laughs> I know where those lips have been. God. It's been on Monopoly man's mouth. <laughs> All over those Monopoly guys. <laughs> oh, God. No, thank you. Oh, God. I'm losing it. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. Podcast is over. It was a good run. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Okay, we got to get on track. <laughs> uh, all right, so she's she's stroking Jimmy's ego at this point, right? Right. Like, no, yeah. well, no, I wouldn't even say that because I don't think she's like like you. Could, I think she's just trying to save it. Yeah, to save that's, his ego, that's his more what it ego is that he's got. <laughs> but I think she's also taking this little tiny thing, uh, putting it in his head. Like it's already there. It's already there, right? You know. Right. But she's taking this tiny little thing of maybe you should do more. Like, right. Like you've been trying this way. Maybe there's another way you could try yeah. it. Like, I think she's, which he already knows what he's going to do. But I think this is oh, kind yeah. of like the reassurance of, well, she'll understand at least. So I have yeah, somebody exactly. that will, that will, that will see that what I'm doing is what has to be done. Yeah. So, um, the last little bit, just to kind of 
round out Jimmy's storyline for this episode before the the ending, obviously, is he then meets with um, his wife. They have like a little conversation about what's kind of happening, and he he kind of like is trying to reassure that everything's okay. He doesn't tell her about how he got the mark. I think he said something like he hit his head on the car or something yeah, like that, right? Yeah, he hit his uh, the car door, hit him in the face, or something right. like that. And at that point, you know, Angela's being loving towards him. It's it's nice seeing them right. get along. Like they're actually yeah like, yeah they're they're comforting each other. And Angela even asked him like, "Did you really mean all those things you said during the speech?" Because he mentions that like we we went over there to fight for. And I, I forgot to mention this okay. when he does his little speech. He he talks about why he went over to fight, and he's like, "Well, we went over there. We fought for our mothers, our sons." And our wives. I was like, the order that he said that in, I was I like, catch that. come on, man. <laughs> Couldn't have said wife first, at least. I like, try to get some brownie points that. in. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Says his mo- mothers first, and then sons, and then wives. They're kind of the afterthought. <laughs> but but huh. anyway, Angela brings that up. There's like, did you really mean all those things you said? And he said, well, I'm here with you, and, you know, we got this nice house. We got our, our, our boy here with us, and everything's great. So, yeah, absolutely, I meant that. And they, yeah, like you said, they kind of have this nice moment together. Right. Um, and and then they get a knock on the door, which I don't know if uh, we're going to bring that in yet. Yeah, 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 know, yeah, yeah. Well, that's okay, because we'll, we're doing different storylines. <laughs> that's where we'll start on the uh, stop on this one. Okay. So go ahead, go ahead and talk about it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, they get a knock on the door and it's uh, Richard um, there late at night, you know, uh, trying to get with Jimmy to talk to him. And um, even at this point, um, I know you mentioned, I don't know if it was the last episode or the episode before, um, where it kind of seemed like Richard and Jimmy weren't you know 100 percent synced like you would think they would be right uh considering their their background and everything like that um and even jimmy said at one point you know i never know what he's thinking yeah um but richard comes in looking for jimmy to talk to him and starts asking him some pretty personal questions like would you fight for me if we were ever you know in a in a bad in a bad way and jimmy like reassures him which i wasn't expecting the way that Jimmy walked up to him, I wasn't expecting what he did, but Jimmy was like, I would I would take a bullet for you. I would I would absolutely I have your back. Fight with you until the last bullet is what he said. Yeah, that's it. So I was like, Yeah, that's right. I I'm I'm really glad that uh, you know, Jimmy took the initiative there and really told him like, Yes, we, we, we got each other's backs. We're we're good, dude. Which and then he even like kind of cradles his head like he's yeah, he's, yeah. I don't want to say like father and son. I don't want to say that because I don't think that's it. But it's. I think it's like a, a brotherhood. You yeah. know, they're just like really. They they know, were they're there dude. no matter what. Like yeah, exactly. This is what they needed, you know. And right. I think, and I think that's part of the reason that Richard is attempting to do what he does in this episode is he feels right. abandoned, and and like I said, we'll get into that here in a little bit. Uh, but I think that's where it came. And I think Jimmy is the same way. Jim, Jimmy feels he doesn't have any loyalty either from anybody. Right. And they both are, they both see this weakness, I guess, in each other. And they know that they both have that 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 substance to fill that void in each other, I guess, if that makes yeah. any sense. Yeah, it does. So one of the other things I got from this scene, I don't know if you noticed this or not, when there's the knock at the door. Right. And it's mm-hmm. uh, Richard that's coming over. 
Jimmy grabs his pistol, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah. And then when he realizes it's Richard, it's like he's almost he's it's like he becomes upset. But I don't think he's upset because it's Richard. I think he's upset because he just realized that somebody knocks at his door and his first and inclination yeah, is to and get he's a, gun. a gun. You know, yeah. like he's like, I've he's that's a good observation. And he has his wife yeah. going to answer the door, right? Like, right, yeah. I think he's yeah. realizing I'm putting my family in danger. I didn't think about that. And I think that's that kind of hitting good... him, you know? And yeah. I think that's also the other reason he was happy to see Richard. And they now have the, their their dialogue going, right? Like, right, right. I think it's a big comfort to them. So I didn't think about that. That's good. That was a really good little like thing. I I didn't notice it until the second viewing of the episode, and yeah. I was like, oh okay, like nice. It's a little nice touch. It's it gives layers to the character, which is what I love yeah, exactly. about the show. Yeah, <laughs> uh, f- that's really that's what wraps out Jimmy's story. Um, anything else right. on Jimmy other than the ending that you can? Think yeah, of? and well, I mean, they they end that scene just Jimmy, you know, asking Richard like, hey man, are you up for a job right now? Right, and. Yeah, and that's kind of where we we leave off on that one. So, for, all right. So from there, we'll talk about. Um, I want to talk about Richard next, just because mm-hmm. his is a fast story, but it's probably my favorite of the whole episode. And so I want to end the first half talking about Richard, and then we'll go into the second half of the episode with the uh, Nucky storyline, and then the, the big ending. Okay, cool. Um, Richard's. Story is he's he he's waking up in the morning. He's looking in his creepy little book of photos, right? Like I, right. I like Richard's, but I'm just like, man, that bro, that's it's a little yeah, weird. it's it's a little <laughs> crazy. It's a little crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so he's looking in his book and he makes himself like a lunch of a, a bread and an apple, like a really simple yeah, lunch. Yeah. And we see him leaving. We're not sure what he's going to be doing. Um, it, we find it looks like he's going hunting. I guess. Um, yeah. He's out in the woods. And, and I thought he was like maybe posting up somewhere, like okay. maybe he had a job and he was uh, you know going to post up and wait for his mark to show up. That's what I thought maybe was happening. So I was that's um, what I was going to ask you is what did you think was happening from the beginning with him? And and you're, you're yeah, that's, that's what, what I thought at okay. first uh, was that he was going out to find his you know his place to get comfortable and wait for a mark or something. Okay. Uh, he's walking through the woods. He sees a, a, a pheasant and doesn't kill it. Right. And so obviously, once you see that at that point, you're like, okay, well, he's not here to hunt. He's not hunting. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and sits down and eats at, uh, his meal. A very like a, like I said, a really simple meal. And it's, right. It's almost like beautiful because like you hear the the sounds in the background. You hear the birds. You hear the breeze. Like it's like really tranquil. You know. Right. It's like okay, if I was to die. This is would be, I think, a good place because it's like right. I think you would be totally relaxed, uh, one with nature. Yeah, he takes off his mask, and um, I guess he's free at that point. He's no longer the the Richard with the mask on, if you will. You know, he's this yeah. is who he really is, and sits down on this rock and puts a shotgun in his mouth. Now, did you think he was going to do it? <sighs> I. No, but that's only because I know he's in this series for a while. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but it definitely was a surprise. I mean, considering the lead up to it, it just didn't seem like that's what he was there to do. Um, 
uh, like you said, I thought maybe it was hunting or, or posting up for, you know, a job or something. Um, but once it got more into it, like you said, they started really showing the right. the beauty of the scenery, him enjoying that beauty, which is not something, you know, you would imagine this assassin character to be uh, to be doing, you know, sitting in nature, enjoying it and really taking it all in. Um, but when it started showing him doing that, that's when I was kind of like, oh, no, he's going to try to kill himself. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, yeah, and then here comes the barrel of the shotgun real slow up to his mouth. I'm like, no, give me a break. Yeah. But like I said, I, I knew he was still in the series. So it kind of that was your little bit of reassurance bit in me. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he, he's doing this and he gets interrupted um, from a dog. Yeah. So. The dog is just this mutt. We don't know who where yeah. he's from or anything like really that. Really scruffy. Yeah. yeah. He has like scars <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. The dog grabs his mask and runs off. And Richard can't find the dog and um I guess kind of gives up is what we're to assume cuz the next time we see him he's um sitting b- b- beside a tree with um another hunter. <clears throat> and then right. the hunter's kind of you know telling him to come along, you know that you know, don't don't do anything stupid. Pretty much, like he's not there to hurt right. him or anything like that. And they go back to a camp. Now, this storyline, and I meant to look it up. This storyline is very familiar to me, like a, like a parable or something. And I don't know if it was intentionally written that way, like a like a parable of like, well, you know how like Oh Brother Where Art Art Thou is essentially mm. a modern day version of. The Odyssey, the Odyssey. Yeah, the Odyssey. You know that it's like a, a it's a modern day version of that, right? So right. I, this feels like it's a modern day version or something like that of like a Greek story, but I can't, I couldn't find anything. Huh. It's just everything about it just seems deeper than what it should be. If that makes any yeah. sense, and and that could have just been the, what they were going with, because like the hunters' names, we never really find them out. I think they do say them at one point, but I mean they don't. They're not obviously an established character. I to be right. to be honest, I don't think they show back up. You know, I don't think we. Oh, I really? don't think so. Maybe I'm wrong on that. I could be, but I don't think they ever show back up. You know, huh? And it's just everything they're saying. Uh, I'm going. I'm just dragging this on, and I'm sorry. It's a wonderful life. <laughs> Maybe yeah. <laughs> Angel gets his way, so I don't know. Don't kill yourself. <laughs> so. Anyway, so we'll just bring this back around. Um, Jimmy or uh, uh, Richards brought into their camp, and we find right. out that they they have his mask. They offer him some booze, um, and basically are are just talking to him. You know, yeah. like you know, they're not being. Which you know, you said you mentioned you don't remember if they ever come back up. It kind of shot down my theory of um, the reason they would have met, which I thought that perhaps. Um, Richard had just made a contact for some later um, production means, basically. I thought maybe he was like, just met these hillbillies who were going to start providing him with moonshine to start distributing. I was like, oh, cool. Uh, all right. And good job, like Richard. Said, and maybe they do. Maybe they do. And like I said, my memory is not the best on this season. Okay. Like, okay. I just know I really like it. I don't remember them coming back. Maybe they do. Maybe that's a badass storyline that's going to happen. I just don't. I know, right? <laughs> I, just don't. I thought it was going to be, because when they offer him the, the, the flask, like, 
Richard takes a shot and he's like, "Oh wow, that's that's strong." And I'm like, "Oh shit, is he is he about to like hook these dudes up with a with a trade route here and they're about to start distributing shine cuz that'd be fucking awesome." Maybe, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to work it in now. So, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so, they're sitting around and they're talking about just kind of like they're just having a good conversation. It's they're not there to judge Richard. They're they're treating him as just anybody else. They offer him right. food. They offer him drink, and they well, I mean, you know, they offer him squirrel or or what is it, a, a tree, tree rat? rat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've had squirrel before though. It's actually oh really? Yeah, it's actually really good. No shit, dude. I just, it still had the claws on it in the show. I was like, oh god, yeah, no. no the I'm one not did, it was that. in a stew when I had it. So, oh okay. Yeah. Remember, I'm from a little ass town in Texas. Dude. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're from yeah. Yeah, it's so uh, you're from Oakley, Oakey. And, I, and I'm originally an Oakey, so there's also yeah. that. <laughs> um, so they're they're talking to him. They're, they are then talking to him about the dog and how he's an old soldier. And he right. just kind of is there. He doesn't have a name. They say he's just there. Right. And I think Richard kind of sees that in himself, you know? Like, yeah. yeah, absolutely. He is Richard, right? But he's, like I said, he's kind of two separate Richards. There's the Richard with the mask on. There's the Richard without the mask on, you know? Right. He's just kind of there because he's there is kind of like how I'm taking it. And that's how he kind of sees yeah. it. And it's not necessarily that that's a bad thing, but... Sometimes that's just who you are. Like it's an okay. Yeah. It's okay to be that way. And I mean, a lot of people are. You know, you're here. You're not a hundred percent sure why yet, but you know, you're here, and so you're gonna do do whatever you got to do. Yeah, that's that's where he's at right now. And one of the guys started because they, they know why he is out there. Like they're not dumb. These aren't like dumb hillbillies right. or anything like that. Uh, and they. What the one guy starts talking to him about what the woods are there for, that the woods are there to hunt, to fish, you know, they're right. there to live. Pretty right. much telling him, like, don't don't come back out here. Don't be doing this. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah, this is no place for dying. So yeah. don't come kill yourself out here. And he's essentially, and I think even Richard takes it that way. He's basically saying that that's what life is. Like, th this is, you, you've got to live, you know. Right. So. That was how I took it. You know, you got to watch the flying horses or whatever. You know, the guy says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, just enjoy it. So, which I like. I like that. I like that message that it's, you know, that's what life is. That's what it should be. Yeah. So, um, the last we see then of Richard is what we have already mentioned was at uh, Jimmy's house before the ending. So that was where he yeah, goes. Yeah, after that whole ordeal, he, he goes back up to Jimmy's and they meet back up and are getting ready to go do one job for the night. Just one job, that's all. <laughs> yeah. One little thing. <laughs> all right, so uh, that's the first half of this episode. Uh, of this one, we're going to go on a quick little break, and when we come back, we'll get on back into more chin wagging, okay? Sounds good. Too. 
Happy Halloween, bootleggers! Today we are going to learn a little bit about trick-or-treating in America. This tradition comes from an ancient form of a Celtic holiday that involves people dressing as evil spirits for the end of the year as the world of the dead and alive overlap in the upcoming new year. The actual term, trick-or-treat, dates back to 1927. There was a minor halt in trick-or-treating during World War II due to a sugar rash and because of the current war. I hope you all enjoyed learning a little bit about the holiday. Be safe out there. Now let's get back to bootlegging and do a little bit of more chin-wagging. and get into the second half uh we got nucky storyline and then we have the big ending to talk about so get ready big old finale just so big all over <laughs> your face <laughs> uh so we'll, t- we'll talk about nucky uh nucky storyline first uh n- n- we've already talked about nucky was at the giving the speech and um with memorial day so we're gonna right. go right to uh nucky's meeting with the higher ups like the feds at this golf uh, course okay so it's nucky and ag ag shooter ag shooter <laughs> some other guy that i don't know who who and, he is yeah i was trying to figure that out too i don't remember ever having seen him but he was acting a whole lot like um I don't know, AG Shooter's assistant, or I don't know, maybe he's the assistant ag. I, I'm not sure. Okay. I, I'm not 100% sure who this I, guy is, but he seems very knowledgeable on all of the goings on. So Right. So I don't know, and I don't know if this is a character that's coming, going to be in it more. I imagine, that just the way he was acting, I'm like, this is this has got to come back. Like, yeah, their conversations yeah. are having right now, it has to come back later. I honestly, I, I swear to you, I don't remember, uh, but... It just, I don't know, the way it's set up, knowing writing, watching enough TV shows, I'm like, he's got to come back, right? Yeah, probably. Okay, yep. so, a little bit of t- information, though. We've talked about history, right, on this show. Uh-huh. Uh, I do take notes from several different people and stuff like that they'll write in about the show. Uh, our friend Victor from the Digging Dexter podcast, mm-hmm. he sent us in uh, some really good information about this show. Okay, you know, you have little tidbits of knowledge. I, sure. I don't know for certain if this is from Reddit or if this is from um, IMBD. I think it may be from Reddit, though. Looking at the screenshot he sent, he sent me, a little bit of tidbit. Christopher McDolan's character, Harry Daughtry, tells Nucky that he enjoys having time to play golf rather than actually playing golf. In 1996, uh, McDonald played professional golfer shooting the gas. <laughs> <laughs> We're way ahead of this. <laughs> I don't. I don't need Wikipedia or IMDb to tell me who Shooter McGavin is. Okay, that shit's been ingrained in my head. As soon as it came on, I was like, "Oh, we have to bring this up." I was, so on my notes, I literally have in here: Shooter is being Shooter playing Shooter. Yeah, he's literally going to play Shooter right now. <laughs> oh my god. That's awesome. <laughs> I did think that was kind of funny. <laughs> so, nice. So they're meeting. N- Nucky has the weirdest hat. 
Okay, I, this is another thing I have to bring up. Like, I mean, this is like classic fucking horrible stuck-up golf uniform right here. Like, this is the shit that's been like held over. This is the this is the stuff that old men wear now on the golf course. And you're like, look at this fucking guy. That's a, that hat's wicker. <laughs> that hat is made out of wicker. Was it? I didn't know. Yes, <laughs> it's like a wicker hat. I was like, wait a minute. Now, to be fair, that thing probably breathes, but yeah. <laughs> no, it's a wicker hat. When you get a chance, go back and rewatch this scene. It's a wicker hat. I'm That's telling you. Nuts. I, the golf is golf is known for you know cheesy weird fucking clothes so i that, i don't play like i what we go to top golf on occasion and i yeah that's that's my drunk yeah, throw balls my, actually no that's not true i i own the shit out of putt putt so <laughs> i did i'm i am when i walk on that tee oh man <laughs> it's going down <laughs> yeah. i'm slamming bitches out here <laughs> Uh, so, yelling at little kids. <laughs> so while 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 they're at the the uh, in the the locker room, shooters assistant who we're not for sure who he is makes a remark to Nucky after everybody's gone about getting in uh, some alcohol that he's looking right. to invest uh, with uh, George Remus, who we know previously from what three or four episodes ago. ago. Help me out, because I could not remember which one was Remus. I was trying to think of who, which one is Remus. I cannot remember. You don't know who George Remus is? I can't remember, man. George Remus is George Remus. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's right. <laughs> He's George okay, Remus. I gotcha. <laughs> That's George Remus. <laughs> They should have just said that on the show. I would have known exactly <laughs> who they were talking about. <laughs> so the guy's making a, a a deal, or he's asking not he's not making a deal yet. He's asking Nucky to set him up with yeah, Jameson. put in a good word, let him know that I'm not gonna narc him or whatever. He's I don't remember exactly what he's, he's saying, but yeah, it's like I'm not good on I'm a friendly person like that. Good on his word. Yeah. Or something. I, I, yeah. So and like we both can agree, it more than likely this is gonna come back. We just don't know how. Oh yeah, yeah. There, I mean, when you mention Remus, you you know it's going to come back up because Remus loves to talk about Remus. Only one person loves George Remus more than George Remus. That's, That's George, George Remus. Remus. <laughs> <laughs> so we get done with the golf and – well, actually, hold on. Before we go into that real quick, I do want to point out one of the things that uh, Shooter McGavin says that I thought was kind of, uh, kind of interesting is – Nucky says, do you even like golf? And he goes, I like being a man that has time for golf. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I thought that was kind of funny because I've played golf on occasion. I, I, very, I, I, I honestly, the last time I played golf was I went home to visit some family friends and things like that in my old hometown. There's this. Uh, it wasn't even a full round. It was only a nine-hole golf course. That was the last time I oh, played. Yeah. I think I was 25 at that time. And I do half, half uh, so nine holes, you're done. That's all day. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, uh, no. And I should play golf. My uh, my father-in-law is big on golf, and I've never gone to play golf with him because I'm terrified of completely embarrassing myself. In oh, front you of will. My Trust me. The first time. And do, I absolutely would, because this dude is like, he's him and his brother have been playing golf for like years. So I'm like. I, I I will never play golf with you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like I've tr- like I said, I've I done it a never, couple. But yeah, <laughs> but I think it's he points that out because I'm just like okay, but he's basically saying I have all this free time, right? You know, I, right? At yeah, this, I at like that to be... point. Yeah, 
I mean, with, like, I like to have the time to play golf. Well, it's been pointed out in modern politics. Like people have pointed out with Trump, you know how much he goes and he plays golf. Right before him, but uh, Obama, everyone pointed out how much Obama went on vacations, right. and before even that was Bush. Everybody pointed out to Bush. He was always down at his ranch here in Texas. Uh, at you the know. ranch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that, I mean, this is something that's not private. I it's mean, so yeah. well known. Yeah, Congress meets what like two weeks out of the year <laughs> for fuck's sake. And like, they come just on, <laughs> bitch back and forth for that two weeks and don't do anything. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then their aides do everything else for them. So it's whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, where were we? Oh, so we will. That was what I just wanted to bring. I do like that he says that because it's showing that he's a, he's a politician. That's it. He's right? a politician. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, so from there we go in. The later, uh, so after that, <clears throat> after that, Eli, uh, Eli is coming over to Nucky's house. Nucky gets home after the thing; he's like sunburned, and right. this is kind of the big scene. Now, this is the second biggest scene to me, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, Eli and Nucky are having, a, 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 I would even say, a heart to heart, right? They're 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 they're, they're having yeah. this brotherly conversation. They haven't really had a conversation about what's happened ever since Eli basically betrayed Nucky. The last time, and and actually, I think Nucky brings it up. Like the last time they even talked was when it was on the phone. They had that short phone conversation where, yeah, Nucky ended up chucking the phone yeah. because uh, Eli just told him, like, "Nope, you're you're done." Yeah. <laughs> so that's the last time they've spoken. And now Eli is there to basically to not basically, but he is. He's there to beg for forgiveness. Literally beg. Yeah. And Eli gives up that. Uh, Nucky, Eli gives up about what's going on. He's now yeah. Nucky is showing his hand. Okay, this is kind of what I like about it. Nucky is showing his hand. Nucky is basically saying, you know, I'm going to help you out, but you need to tell me what's going on because Nucky right. even says he says I have somebody that's going to get these charges dropped. That's showing your hand. Yeah, right? exactly. Yep. Eli gives his hand by talking about the Commodore. Okay, and at that point, they're. They're not forgiving each other at this little second, right? And then Nucky tells him, I will forgive you and I will let you come on if you'll do one thing. And it's what is it? He says, He says, It's Scott's so powerful. He says, Get on your knees, get and down on your get knees, get down on your knees and, and uh, kiss my fucking shoes or yeah, something like yep. that. Basically, giving over everything that you are, which Eli's not going to do that, right? Right, right. Which, and I, I think Nucky knew that. Um, and he kind oh, of... Uh, uh, Nucky wasn't about to forgive him. Yeah, no. exactly. Exactly. Nucky was not there to forget. Like, you might have been having this heart-to-heart moment with his brother. He was not about to forgive Eli from the second that he came into his house. He knew that. <laughs> right. Right. No, exactly. Now, one of the things I also noticed... No, I, I, it's it's not that important. I'm not going to bring it up. Is so then they go into their fight now. No, I am going to bring it up. Okay, so did you notice when they're first fighting, mm-hmm. Eli's backing down. He's not hitting back. He's letting yeah. Nucky just yeah. He's hit just him. taking slaps. Yeah, slaps to the face. Okay, so I wasn't and, the only I mean, one. That, okay, yeah. Go ahead. No, well, go I, ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, Nucky. Like, I I thought this was a really really kind of a powerful. Um, character development for Nucky that he kept telling Eli, like, what are you doing here? Like why I I'm more disappointed that you're here 
Yeah. And I, I, I took that more of like, Nucky is disappointed that Eli is not at least following through with his double crossing right. of Nucky. Like, what are you, why are you even here? You chose your path. Go, go finish something. Like, right. go do it. If, if you were going to double cross me, go finish that. And so Nucky's disappointed and never going to trust Eli again because, no. I mean, why would you? It, it was just, it was a really crazy moment for Nucky's character um, to show that level of, um, I guess, sticking to your guns. Like, right. this is your brother. You would think he would forgive him a little bit, but no. Like, you have you made your bed. You go fucking lay in it right now. Right. Well, because he's even said he's... And at one point they were talking, I think it was in the locker room, they mentioned the speech that uh, Jimmy gives, and mm-hmm. Nucky even says that's not why he served. He served because he couldn't handle it at uh, Princeton, right? Right, right. But if the, even though he says it, and they even kind of look at him, and they're like, okay, who cares? Like, he's he's playing the game at least, right? Right. And I took that as Nucky even was kind of proud of Jimmy, right? Like, oh yeah. Even yeah. though he he hates Jimmy right now, I think he's still kind of proud of him because he's like, you know what? He's at least trying. Whereas Eli's not. He's Eli is. This is the person that would go and rat you out in a heartbeat for anything. That's, exactly. That's who he is. Which is. Yep. Which I don't know. I can't stand that. Like it makes me. Yeah. Like I re- I actually really like Eli's character in the show, but there's yeah. certain yeah, times. Me too. Where I really fucking hate his character. Right here, yeah, he is just showing how weak, how weak he is right now. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Just uh, you're you're groveling at every turn. Like, you wanted to be this big head honcho in season one, but now you can't handle it at all. Right. You're scared of something going wrong at this point. Right. And you can't be that way to be the top. Like that's yeah. that's just, it won't happen. Yeah. And so they get into their little fight. Um, it's a pretty not even a little fight. It's a pretty big fight, right? Oh you know, man, they're, they're going at this it. is the most physical that Nucky has ever been in the series so far, right? Like they are they are going at it. Okay, <laughs> now I have a question. Okay, so I was uh, messaging Victor on this in a real match. Who do you think would win? I mean, Eli. All right, I would I would think Eli would would kick Nucky's ass, but Nucky like. He held his own. Like he was putting him in as many chokeholds as Eli was. Like he was beating the shit out of him. They that was a pretty. I mean, you know, for the show, that was a pretty well even fight. Now, <laughs> for a moment, Eli does get the upper hand for a little bit. Right <laughs> now, do you think it's bullshit that th- now Victor stated or said that he thought it was kind of bullshit that they even let Nucky compete that much? That they were like, he's like, dude, he's like, Nucky's one hundred fifty pounds at best. Nucky is he is getting now I argued on it by saying now and this is what my argument has a flaw in it my argument is well to be fair Steve Buscemi is a firefighter right all right I think he's wiry and tough I think he's skinny but I I think that Steve Buscemi can hold his own I I didn't think that him doing well in the fight was out of character for Nucky at all I thought that went completely with it. I mean, he was the chief of police before Eli. True. Uh, he was, uh, uh, this dude has been through a lot in his life. I mean, for fuck's sake, his dad hated him and beat him as a child. Right. Like, this dude has been through a crazy life, too. So, I didn't think Nucky being rough and tough enough to get into a fight like that was out of character. I just think that the show has not, 
he hasn't had to show that side of himself yet in this show because up until now he's had everything at his fingertips. But now, right. just like Eli is kind of at the end of his rope, Nucky, and you can see this later on in the uh, in Nucky's storyline, Nucky is really on edge. Like he is he is just completely in his own head and concentrated on this on this case on getting all these charges dropped so i think the reason this fight even happened is because both of these characters are kind of at you know getting towards the edge and they both just started pushing each other and it it exploded and you know their their most basic uh their most basic characters came out and they started fighting so yeah Yeah. I, i don't think it was out of character at all Okay. For Naki to uh to have been able to fight and, you know, hold his own. Well, and he doesn't like back down either because he can take a punch too, you're seeing. Like Yo, yeah. Like he doesn't yeah. get hit and he's just like, Oh my god, I didn't No, <laughs> yeah. Like you he take- takes the hit and then he goes in for more. Right. <laughs> so either way, really good fight and it's mm-hmm. it's a lot of emotion which is nice in that. Yeah. And then it gets broken up by Margaret being a badass with a shotgun. Right. Dude. Yes. Which even though we do come to find out it wasn't loaded, I <laughs> still think Margaret would have blown his head off if he issued oh, yeah. it to. Like, I don't think this was like a, a hollow threat. Like, this is an no. Irish immigrant that has been through some yep. horrible <laughs> stuff in her life. She's going to take someone out if she has to. Yeah. Like, I absolutely. am a firm believer in that. So, And not only that, but it, it kind of crossed my mind a little bit that we still really don't know margaret's history no we don't like she could be anything and she could have done anything in her past like i don't doubt for one second she would have done what she needed to do had things gotten out of hand no not at all i i i completely agree and they almost did because eli almost pulled his gun out which that was kind of freaking me out a little bit right there right it's like dude you're gonna pull your fucking gun on your brother like you guys can fight you roll around in the dirt all you want punch each other silly you're gonna pull a gun on your brother that's not okay no (laughs) no i agree i agree with you and i think that that was why she's finally stepped in i think she had been watching it a little bit i think she had but i think once she saw that she was like nope we're not doing this i i absolutely think you're right because even during the fight i was like where the fuck is margaret like i know (laughs) she would be like doing something about this right now right so yeah you're absolutely right i think she maybe uh have was in the background a little bit waiting for the right time to pull that shotgun. <laughs> yeah. And she even says like, uh, so after that, we, after it's over with, she even states that it's just to be our life. Yeah. I thought that yeah. was kind of interesting that she says that like you, you knew that this was a possibility, something like this. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't be that person. It was like, Oh my goodness. Like I didn't think that this could happen. No. Yeah. This after po- pointing a gun at someone's <laughs> head, you're like, Oh my goodness. Like, g- come on. Yeah. That was kind of a strange little thing. I was like, okay, don't No, We're not going to be that person. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Nucky goes in. He, now meets with his uh, new prosecutor, which is which is so the corrupt. weirdest shit. Like, dude, you're meeting with your prosecutor, right? And you're about to party with your prosecutor. Yeah. Okay. So, it's like, this is straight up corruption right here. It's not even yeah, not even subtle. Like, it is. Yeah. Like they're explaining exactly what they're gonna do, 
And I even yeah. have it in my notes. So the, when they're explaining it, they're saying, this is your new prosecutor. He is going to be... This is kind of like episode one. Remember I talked about I didn't like on episode one where they're like, like my sheriff, my brother's the sheriff, and we're bringing in the boost here. Like, they explain yeah. everything yeah. out front. What really <laughs> laying it out for you. <laughs> the prosecutor is going to be taking the case over because it's now a part of the Man Act. Do the, yeah. They were they were, pro, they were trucking prostitutes across state lines. Trucking whores. Trucking whores. Yeah. And... <laughs> They are bringing them in, and therefore they're going to prosecute at the state at the at the federal level. But right. then they're going to be overwhelmed because of the Volstead Act, right? So yeah. they therefore AG, have no AG shooters got no time for that. No time because there's just too much going on with the Volstead Act, mind you. Right. As soon as he says because of the Volstead Act, he's drinking bourbon, mm-hmm. <laughs> and. Therefore, they're yep. going to have to. Dro- they no longer have any interest in the claim, and they're there. Go- therefore, going to drop it. So, yeah. And I do like that. Nucky said Nucky isn't really happy with this, right? So, right. He even says, "I need you to promise me that you'll give." Yeah, me a, I need a guarantee. A guarantee, yeah. and, he, and Shooter straight up says, <laughs> "It's not going to happen." Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> can't give you a guarantee, Sorry, no, bro. And, and, to be, <laughs> and to be on shooter's side on this, you can't give a guarantee. No, no, yeah, not at that level, and not. But uh, and honestly, like if I was Nucky, like meeting with your prosecutor is not enough of a guarantee no. <laughs> for you. Because <laughs> that yeah. I know he's being safe. I know he's he's trying to really make this airtight, but. But damn, dude, anything can still happen. That's true. Like that's, that's anything. True. I mean, yeah, you're meeting with your prosecutor. This is all going. And then how do you know that later on that prosecutor's not going to be like, you know what? Mm, I'm yeah. going to go ahead and charge you. Or possibly that somebody might have something uh, over the prosecutor that'll there make him want to go a different direction. Exactly. Politics suck, man. Nah. That's, <laughs> I'm not in government work anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so... We from there we see that they just have the weirdest party at that point. So the the lawyer leaves because uh, he's got uh, an early uh, train ride. He says, and right. so shooter and the new prosecutor they they are able to stay. <laughs> and no- they're, they're not even like it's like oh well we're free all night. And they like yeah. both look at Nucky. Like- <laughs> and this is like the one time I think in Nucky's entire life where he's like, I don't want to go out tonight. Yeah, I was like, God damn it, I gotta fucking entertain you assholes right now. Like, I just want to go home. I yeah. <laughs> so we then get to see this like horrible like, like what I think of is what goes on like in Congress. Like when they go on their recesses, I think that this is what's happening. <laughs> They're like in their underwear, just drunk. And yep. like you see, like like one girl is like blowing on Shooter McGavin. And oh yeah, the uh, uh, the new prosecutors like barging into Nucky's room. Like he's just like on, <laughs> trying to be on the phone. He's like, I just I don't want to deal with this. This is, yeah, this is not. Yeah, it. Nucky's like working or some shit, and they're in the next room partying. <laughs> And so he just like sends Eddie like go get him his champagne and his hookers or whatever the hell he wants. Yeah, a just couple go, more go bottles take of cold champagne. I think is what he asked for. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's 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 kind of funny that he's like Nucky. Uh, Nucky is just on the other side of the of, of the door, like trying to get work done and shit. And here's these two skeezy ass <laughs> politicians in the next room. Just ugh. Yeah, that would be a shitty situation to be in. Like, I don't even know. I don't even know how to like go about it. I really don't. Like, 
I don't feel bad for Nucky because I'm like, bro, that's been no. like so many times. Yeah, yeah, so. the, you, yeah, you, you set yourself up for this, and you're doing what you got to do to make sure or make as much sure as you can that you're gonna get out of this clean. But you know, yeah. So that's really all I have on Nucky's story. Do you have really anything else on his that you can think of? Um, no, not really. Um, yeah, that wraps it up. Like I, we were saying, the, the the real big scene for Nucky was with Eli and their their confrontation, and absolutely, um, you know, the rest was just him still trying to tie up loose ends on the uh, on the uh, legal front. So yeah. So for the ending, I have down. It's two endings. Okay, I do have it down as two endings. There's two deaths in this episode, both very graphic deaths. Like these are probably some of the more graphic yeah. deaths we've seen in a while. Okay, and actually, yeah, I even while we were watching it, uh, I was like, "Damn, this, did Scorsese direct this one too? <laughs> like, what the fuck happened?" <laughs> yeah, these are some pretty. Yeah, and oh, so I was totally, I was totally gonna get something for a prop in this. Uh, that I completely <laughs> forgot to get it. So, oh well. Um, <laughs> I have uh, that wrench that Eli uses. I have one that looks almost like that. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> and I was gonna be like, look at it, <laughs> shake it in yeah. the mic. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. It was my grandpa's wrench, and I when I was uh, first moved into the, uh, this house, I was like, well, I need to get some wrenches and stuff like that, you know, for like changing out stuff. And my parents were like, well, here's some of your grandpa's old tools. Oh, cool. And it's like this 90-pound wrench. And I'm just like, yeah. when, am I, when am I ever going to use this on, like, I think, uh, I think it was a pipe? A, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I think it's a, a clamping pipe wrench, if I'm not mis- mistaken. I don't even know the name of the it. kind of wrench that he used. It was massive, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so we do find that... Uh, so I'm going to start with Eli's story then. Eli's drunk off his ass, essentially. and Yeah. We've- Which, I mean, you know, he just came off the fight with Nucky and, and realizes he's kind of, like I said, at the end of his rope at the moment with uh, owing $75,000 to the Monopoly men and um, <laughs> not, not having a way out of that because, you know, Jimmy has basically given up on that endeavor because right. he wants to start his own. And Nucky is obviously not going to help him. So Eli's kind of in a tough spot at the moment. Well, he even has like, he has like part of his face is like red and busted up. If you saw like, they even have like, Oh no, I didn't notice that. It's like tender looking. Yeah. Huh. And so he's in there and he's helping his son do some stuff. And they were like cleaning his gun or something. They were like taking apart his gun. I don't think it was his gun. I think it was, was it his not? I think it was his son's uh like cap gun or something. Oh, okay. I think okay. it did look like a gun, but it looked like a toy. Because you remember how like toy guns okay. back then? They looked kinda like real guns. Yeah, yeah. It, and maybe it was a real I don't know. I it looked to me like it was maybe his son's gun. So Okay. Um we get a visit from the Elderman George and right. he wants to talk. Uh Eli sends his son away. And um, George is there basically because he's now heard the rumor about what's happened with uh, the Commodore. Right. And he is asking Eli, you know, what's going on. And I'll give Eli this, even though he's drunk out of his mind. And maybe he's not that drunk, but he's pretty drunk, right? But he's I mean, he basically finished off an entire flask. <laughs> and, that's a big, and that's a big ass flask. That and it was a, a big flask. Yeah. Like that was probably a pint of whiskey. So, yeah. yeah. So I would say he's, he's pretty well smashed he's pretty well smashed. at that point. <laughs> he's at least telling George, like, look, just let let it go. 
Let it go he's for right. still sticking to the story. Yeah. Yeah. And George isn't wanting to hear it. Like, and he's even saying, well, let's go over it right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, just let it go. Like, let it go. Like, yeah. you've got to learn to take a hint, and George doesn't learn to take a hint. Turns out George in his entire life never learned how to take a hint. So <laughs> <laughs> they're saying that they'll go they'll go over there and Eli just loses his cool is all I can say. He, he loses yeah. his cool, hits George in the throat with this massive uh, wrench. Giant pipe wrench. Pipe yeah. wrench, right? <laughs> now, and I guess I, I would say he probably killed him pretty much that way, right? Like he like, yeah. broke. Well, I think what happened, yeah, broke his clavicle or something. Yeah. He hit him like right, right. At where his neck and chest meet so i'm guessing he broke his clavicle and you know once that happens you can't fucking breathe for shit when he's like so he's like <laughs> spitting up blood and stuff like that yeah. too. so i mean who knows he hit him hard right yeah and eli just kind of was like well there's only one thing left for me to do and that's oh, just a man turn the dude's face to mush and we see almost every real hit. graphic <laughs> real graphic <laughs> like i just remember watching this and i was sitting there like oh god like yeah i've seen so like i can handle gore movies it doesn't bother me but then yeah, certain yeah. times when you're watching you're like this is pretty real like but it's well it, it it's because we're like it's eli right like eli what the fuck are you doing whoa, whoa, whoa what are you doing what right, are you like, doing we've, we've known eli will kill people <laughs> eli's killed people before right uh, sure sure eli will kill people and actually now that you say that, I didn't. I didn't really think about the fact that he went and beat Margaret's husband with his bare fists. Right. So Eli, <laughs> Eli can so, be violent yeah. if Eli has to be violent. But this is at Eli's house. Right. And this isn't. And this is going to sound weird. This isn't beating a person to death with your fist. I would actually, to be honest, I would probably rather die the way that this guy died. Yeah, right. Than getting beaten to death, but the way this guy died is way more graphic. Oh, yeah. Yep. I mean, there's blood everywhere. There's pieces of meat everywhere. It's it's horrible. And then his son almost walks in. And his son is coming back. (laughs) Yeah. Because he didn't get the left turns. Like, some made up. Wherever the fuck he said. Yeah. I think it was a made up thing just to get his son to leave. Like, I think it was a made up name. But. Yep. His son even almost comes back in, and Eli just he's like, "Nope, I'm, <laughs> I'm sick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still sick. My, my throat. I don't want you to catch what I got. So, go on back to the house." <laughs> and Eli then spends the rest of the night, pretty much, in the uh, the garage, waiting on the de- deputy dumbass. Deputy, deputy dumbass. dumbass. Why would you fucking call deputy dumbass? We haven't seen deputy dumbass in a while. It's kind of in nice a to while. See him. I'm glad yeah. he's still doing good. You know, like, still has a job. He's still around. Yeah. Still has a job. <laughs> so, gets dead. But why? Why the hell would you call that dude? I don't know. Because <laughs> you've used other people when you've had to kill people. Like, why that person? Yeah. All people. Yeah. So I don't know. It's like you're trying to get caught, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets his deputy dumbass to come in, and they load up the body into a uh, a truck, a car, and they drive right. him out into I guess like the sand dunes. And what I even put down in my notes. It's kind of a poetic, like, scene watching him bury this guy, right? Like, by the lights, you know, you've got this tall grass, 
and right. it's very it's a very Scorsese type. I was gonna say that that whole scene was super Scorsese. Yes. That's why I was like, did did he direct this episode? No, like what the hell? <laughs> it is very it is very Scorsese. I will give you that. It is like as I'm watching, I'm like, this is a hundred percent. Like I could see this yeah. in a big movie. Like it's very nice. It's very well this is done. Straight out of Casino. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're just missing uh, Pacino and uh, yeah. De Niro. So. Uh, so that was that's the end of that storyline for this episode, right? Now the next big win is the next most graphic scene, and it's right. a personal favorite of mine. So <laughs> we find what the job is that Jimmy and Richard are going to be doing. Right, we're at the house of the old man that um hit uh, Jimmy across the head, and he's got a Sioux warrior. Um, I don't know what to call it. Um, uh, um, loincloth, I guess. Yeah, what does he call it? I don't remember, but yeah, it is. He calls it something, and I was just called, yeah, that's what I would call a loincloth, right? Yeah. And he got it off of somebody, and he's talking about, you know, they would basically be butt naked or something like the the savages, I think, is what he, you know, horribly refers to them as. Which I I thought it was kind of funny that he's describing this to um, his his butler, his (laughs) his black butler, who I'm sure he calls like a savage behind his back. Oh, he probably says it to the guy's face. He probably doesn't even say that. Yeah, right. So I thought it was kind of funny that he was like sitting here talking to his butler about like, oh, these savages. We used to murder these guys by the dozen or whatever. Yeah. And the guy's just like, cool. Yeah. Yeah. His butler's just like, uh, yes, sir. (laughs) Did you want your cocoa in here or, uh, yeah, no, that's that's how I put it. Like, yeah, I hate I hate this guy. Yeah, and then he like talks about like the even he's, he's like but magnificent beadwork. Like, all right, dude. Like, yeah, right. Okay, so there, um, he's going to get his the hot cocoa. The the butler goes to get the hot cocoa, right. and at that point, we find out that Jimmy is over there now to teach him a lesson. Yeah, and that lesson is a good old scalping. So, Richard, Which is, yeah, that shit's crazy. crazy. Huh. <laughs> so Richard's there with him, and they pull his head back, and they and and it's not like a, we get an idea about what happens. No, we see that scalp getting cut off. They literally tear that shit off right there. Yeah. <laughs> and so that is a oh god, I can't imagine. Oh. Uh, and that's uh you know that brought up a little bit about um because you know earlier in the episode um well while we were watching the episode um I, I was watching Richard's storyline and I was like man you know is it, I, I feel bad for him he's you know he's a good guy and and Beth my wife she was like he literally murders people <laughs> all the time what are you talking about I was like yeah but. You know, I feel bad for him, and then he's over here scalping this dude. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> you gotta remember and to be and to, to to take your wife's side somewhat on this. He does kill people, right? He does. He does yeah. kill people, but I'm also gonna take your side on this. He's a soldier. He's only killing exactly what he's being told to do. That's now, what he. Yeah, that's what he does. That's all he knows, is and that that's what he right? does. I mean, yeah, and you like, know, and that's why it's like. I still feel like he's a good dude. I mean, you know. <laughs> he didn't murder Murdoch when he could have. So right. it's like he's got some kind of moral compass I'd at maybe least. let him look after my kids like if I had yeah, some. Right. Like, maybe. <laughs> so, 
But at the same time, he could be very violent that we're seeing. At the same time, he's over here scalping fools. Yeah. So it's like... <laughs> uh, it's, and that's really, like, the, that's how the episode ends. Like, I I don't have really anything else on it. Um, so, so, no. so far, we're on the fifth one. Where is this episode at for this season for you? Uh, it, it was good. It was good. Like I said, um, it was very explosive. Uh, the ending was definitely because and that's why we kind of did this episode in this format is because all these stories kind of converge at the end. Right. And yeah, you know, they all form this head of these crazy scenes. And so it worked out really well doing it for this episode. But um, so I liked the explosive nature of it. But I think I liked last week's episode a little better still okay. than this week's. I love this week's episode, but I I like to be at the top. I like I, I like to be full throttle throughout the entire episode. Okay. At some points in this episode it was kinda like, you know, we lulled back into some of the politics, which isn't isn't boring, but when you have an ending like this episode had, you're like, damn, that shit was crazy. Kind of wish it was that crazy throughout the episode. <laughs> now, when this show aired, okay, so I, I part of the notes I take for different episodes, right, is um, I go and I look on different websites uh, that did uh, reviews at the time, okay? Mm -hmm. So this episode aired when there was also Breaking Bad airing, and oh, okay, when um, uh, I believe the very end of Dexter was airing. OK. Oh, wow. So there is these three huge shows because each one's on a different network. Right. Uh, right. Boardwalk Empires, HBO. Uh, Dexter was Showtime. Showtime. And Breaking Bad, I think it was A&E, if I remember right. Yes, I think that's right. So you have three huge shows going on at this same time. And I thought that was kind of neat. I was like, OK, so then the, on that the the side I was on, they were comparing it. Now, mind you, this was the end of Dexter, so they were like, you know, it's it's better than what Dexter originally was, uh, right. or uh, became, you know, because I, and I don't want to give spoilers of other shows or anything like that, you know, if you haven't watched Dexter, if you haven't watched Breaking Bad, uh, but this was I think halfway through Breaking Bad, and so a lot of people were c comparing it to Breaking Bad and how Breaking Bad goes slow at times, but it's mm -hmm. also certain episodes of Breaking Bad. Are just like this, where it's like this is what I love, like this is it. Right. You know, it has this big, you know, gory type thing, or a, a really explosive, like a lot of adrenaline kind of going. So, right, a lot of people are kind of like what you were saying. Like a lot of people then were kind of doing that, which is kind of interesting. I like that. It's kind of neat yeah. seeing, you know, like what they were thinking at that time. Um, huh. Now, what I'm gonna I want to start asking you this. Because of watching the reading these reviews and reading what they're predicting and stuff like that, what do you think is going to be happening now for the rest of this episode, this season? Sorry, this season. Like, what's some like just straight up whatever you want to say. You, what I'm not going to correct you. I'm not going to say, oh, you're on to something. I want to hear literally what you think is going to be happening now. Let me think. Okay, so I know I'm I am 100 putting you on the spot, and I will try to edit it where you right. <laughs> where you're like not there's not so, spaces or anything. All right, so um, what's going to happen from now on? So obviously, um, you know the the case with Nucky is going to be the highlight, um, because Nucky has to get out of this. Okay, like right, that's the that's the series is 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 built around Nucky Thompson. Right, he has to get out of these charges. Um. I feel like uh, we're going to see Jimmy's rise to power or his attempted rise to power. At least um, I don't see Jimmy 
knocking Nucky out of the of the top spot because okay, not because he can't, but because he's probably going to have some kind of moral feeling towards not doing that. I mean, that's we've talked about that before throughout the season so far that um, uh, Jimmy still sees Nucky as a father figure. So perhaps Jimmy will go back uh, to working for Nucky as his as his muscle man. Of course, you know, we have Murdoch. Uh, that's that might be a dramatic, you know, back and forth there. I'm I'm not sure. Okay, I would like to see Jimmy come into his own his own right, but right now I don't see a market for him to take over without knocking somebody else off. Um, and we know he's not going to take Chicago because I mean, shit, that's that's Capone's territory once uh, Grant Torino goes out. Okay. So, um. um I see I see that happening throughout the season. Uh, I see Nucky beating these charges. I see um, Margaret getting we're, we're going to get some more of her history because, like I said earlier, we don't even know where, who the fuck Margaret is at this point. Right. She's doing crazy shit that we never thought Margaret was going to do <laughs> from right. from the first season. So um, some stuff's going to come up with her. Um, and then I think that Eli Oof, that's a tough call, man. He he just did some real stupid shit. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> like so I mean, I I really only see the only outcome for Eli cuz I don't want Eli to get like offed or anything. The dude's got a huge family. Right. Um tons of kids. So I don't want to see him, you know, get get killed off or anything. It might happen. I don't know. But I, I the only recourse I see him having is convincing Nucky to take him back and you know take care of this situation he just got in, himself into. Um, okay. I I I don't see Nucky doing that because Nucky doesn't trust the shit out of, him, and I wouldn't either. I wouldn't trust him. <laughs> right. So, right. Um, there's that, but you know I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll see what happens there. Okay. Uh, I want to start that's, asking That's a tough this. situation. I want to start asking it like every episode or every other episode. I'm going to bring it up again because I'm curious nice. to see like – because like I said, you've never watched it. And I, no, I, do no, know, yeah. I do know we do have some listeners that have never watched Boardwalk Empire that this is their first watch through. So mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting seeing it, like knowing how certain things end, knowing how certain things begin – Right. And seeing it from a, it's awesome seeing it from a fresh perspective, like with yours. There's a lot that can happen. I mean, they, oh, they really kind of left it very open for a lot of different, a lot of different storylines, a lot of different character arcs. Uh, there's, there's a whole lot uh, with, with Richard and, and Angie. That's, right. that's still a thing that, you know, didn't really, um, you haven't uh, even, mentioned, you haven't much. even mentioned our favorite character. Oh my God, Agent Michael <laughs> Shannon! Yeah, where the fuck have you? Where, come on, come on, Michael Shannon, where you at, dude? That's what I'm there's where a lot, at, bro, and that's what I love. Like, like some of the complaints about the show is that there's too many characters. I don't think that at all, but maybe it's because we grew up in an environment of Game of Thrones. So yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, no, this is a nice set of characters. Like, no, yeah, I'm good. Give me, bring on the drama. Yeah, bring it on. <laughs> No, I like those predictions. That's I'm, I really like those. That's why I want to start asking that. I think that'll be a lot of fun. Man, Michael Shannon, what the fuck are you going to be doing? <laughs> We're gonna. F- oh no! I'll bet he's going to get involved with uh with Eli, with the uh, with the murder now. Okay. Oh, and and the explosion. Oh my! There's there's just too much. <laughs> there's so much. 
<laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> this second half, like three hours later. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let, 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 let me say this, though. Let me say this about the explosion. No, like seriously, I could go on forever. There's so much going on right now. It I'm is. psyched. Now, this season's good. We're, like I said, we're almost halfway. So there's still a lot oh. that can happen, and there's still a lot that's going to go on. It's going to yeah. get. It's gonna get really good. I can't wait. Cray cray. Like, <laughs> no, and, 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 and hearing you like think what's gonna happen, it makes it more fun for me because I'm like, I remember watching this for the first time. Like, it's so much fun. It really nice. is. So, I can't wait. Oh, my dog just barked at me. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess he's telling us that we're gonna go and end out then on that yeah. note. <laughs> so, um, anything else to say for this episode? No, just uh, for anyone else listening, um, let us know. Also, give 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 us your predictions. I want to know what you guys think too, because like like Colton said, uh, this is this is my first uh, watch through. So if you guys are fresh to this as well, let me know what you guys think is going to happen, and that'll be fun to compare notes. Yeah, no, I can't wait. Yeah, write in. Let us know what you're thinking about it. Um, just don't like I said, don't spoil anything on the on the Facebook. Yeah, because I'll be pissed. Don't spoil <laughs> it for me. <laughs> and write in, let us know what's going on. Um, you know, what you think. What if it's your first time watching, give us some predictions. I think that would actually be really cool. Yeah. Uh let us know what you're thinking. We are on Facebook at uh bootlegging a boardwalk empire podcast. Um you can write into us on uh Gmail at bootlegging.podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we are on Instagram at bootleg.podcast and on Twitter at bootleg underscore podcast. I can't remember if it's underscore dot podcast. Horrible, horrible way for me to advertise. <laughs> I think it's underscore. Underscore. Bootleg <laughs> underscore podcast at Twitter. All right. So, I know. Horrible way to get us out there. <laughs> uh, but until then, um, we're going to do a little bit of chin wagging next week when we go into episode six. Um, the Age of Reason. I really like that title, so hopefully nice. we get some good stuff solved on that one, all right? All right, guys, y'all take it easy. We'll do some chin wagging next time. All right, see y'all next time. But it's home to me and I walk alone. I walk this empty street on the boulevard of broken dreams where the city sleeps. I'm the only one and I